Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Raw Recap here on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Roga. I am still coming off the high of an incredible Raw last night. I am joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief there. Young, stop crying about it. Of the wrestling, of the Pro Wrestling Sheet, I'm still going to say the Pro Wrestling Sheet. You'll never stop me at that. Ryan Satin, how are you, brother? Uh, I am doing fantastic. I'm, uh, you know, we've got the episode that went out of Top 10. Yes. I'm, I'm excited to see people yeah. talking about that. You know, we... Roka and I, 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 I did a little guest spot on Roka's podcast, The Top Ten, with he and Matt Nost. Yeah. And we listed our top ten favorite wrestling movies starring professional wrestlers. Yeah. And uh, I like seeing all the reactions to it so far. Yeah, and you're, you're surprised at how many movies qualify 
for this, right? It isn't just it isn't just ready to rumble. There's a number of great respected films that have professional wrestlers now in them, and that was fun to discover as we were doing this list. Yeah, uh, uh, as you'll probably expect, since Roka and Matt are much more uh, cinephile types, uh, I have some different additions on my list. Than <laughs> yes, they he does. Uh, but uh, also, I was going to say, someone replied to the to. The the one of your guys' posts okay. with their own list, and they mentioned The Godfather. Yeah, Luca Brasi was a wrestler in the sixties, fifties, and sixties. Wait, who? Luca Brasi, the one that was choked out, the one that was like uh, on the day of your daughter's oh, wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that he guy was a wrestler was a, in the oh, 60s? professional wrestler in the fifties and sixties. Yes. Okay, well now, ah, oh, shit. That yeah, could have qualified. Could have qualified. I, I thought his part was too small, which is why I didn't throw it in there. And he wasn't that well known a wrestler. Yeah, but, he's definitely not. Yeah. I didn't even know when I've seen the Godfather. Yeah, totally so. a wrestler. He only acted in two or three things. Uh, but yeah, absolutely a pro wrestler. I can't believe in all my research that I did for thirty minutes while I was trying to figure out which movies <laughs> I was going to pick. Um, I can't believe that's not on any of the lists. That yeah, doesn't yeah. even mention it. That doesn't even get a nod. So I've seen it on, I saw it on a couple lists. Okay, right. I also saw uh, Requiem for a Heavyweight, which is the Anthony Quinn, Mickey Rooney, 1950s film that had, that had him becoming a pro wrestler after he couldn't be a boxer anymore. Okay. And, and there are a couple of pro wrestlers. I think a young Chief J. Strombo or Chief J. Strombo's dad is in that film. Oh, so, crazy. Yeah, fascinating all right, stuff. All right. I like yeah. it. Yeah. You guys, uh, I, I guarantee you guys enjoyed the episode. It was a really fun conversation. Yeah. Go you guys, for- already enjoyed listening to us here there's just one other guy added to the conversation a fun, even funnier who's guy also added. funny yes, yeah so yes. yeah very very fun conversation good stuff yeah you can find that the top 10 anywhere you download podcasts just look for me and matt nose and you'll see that episode there all right and speaking of good things yeah yeah i loved raw last yeah night. talk about it talk raw about was it. great raw was so good uh there was i feel like there was only one thing i didn't enjoy on the show and i'm gonna have we're gonna have me fun too. talking about that there's only one thing yeah, I would say one thing. I bet you it's the same thing. That's going to be fun to talk about. I wonder about. if it'll be the same thing. We'll see. Uh, all right, so let's get into it. We start with this mosh. Oh, no, by the way, this is a Paul Heyman Raw, would you say? That's what the... I, I haven't found out for sure yet. It but that certainly is, felt this way. 100% felt right? that way. And, 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 and that is what the, the thing I've seen online. This is the most in, Heyman-influenced Raw yet. I agree. A good mixture of the top brand and the independent brand mixed in the styles here, and I would like the way it worked. Today. And wrestling. That's not, and rest, a lot of yes, wrestling. There was not a lot of backstage stuff, not a lot of vignettes, not a lot of interviews. Everything happened in front of the audiences in the ring. And a lot of, it was a lot of a lot of wrestling, but still had character building with it, too. Yes, it did. Yes, really it did. Oh, we start out with a Marsh Pit mixed tag team match for the 24-7 championship. Which such a random name. It's so, yeah, right. Just throw it in a Marsh Pit. Talk about going back to the 90s. Uh, also, before which is we where even, ECW was. Yeah. <laughs> before we even get into the Marsh Pit madness right. or whatever it's called, uh, I loved that, the opening thing on the 24-7 title, too. Yeah. The, the vignette they did. I, it was so funny how they were talking about like the legacy of WWE, and then brilliant. to have the whole thing on the twenty four seven title really shows you um, how 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 much how over that title has gotten. Oh, I mean, yeah. not to be like a dick, but like you don't even see the women's tag titles really even talked about really. No. And this title came after, yeah. When you know, when you put them on, who you put them on? <laughs> All right, <laughs> I so you're gonna say that. When so I said that's, that. Let's, this was a, a good tag team match. Fun. Quick, though. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, you had uh, R-Truth come down uh, with Carmella. Great doing the rap thing. That's the most she's done that in a bit. I was going to say, that was yeah. new, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it was a little extra stuff that you got there. And maybe because we're getting into this kind of where R-Truth isn't going to have the belt for a majority of the time anymore, maybe Carmella came down one last one. And Carmella needs to start moving into the singles championship 
conversation uh, uh, more and more. So. Especially now that women are allowed to win the title. Exactly, exactly. So that's part of it. And, and we see here against Drake Maverick and his wife, uh, Renee Michelle, I think yep. her name is. Uh, good back and forth fun, <laughs> once again, over quickly. And did you notice she was wearing green and gold for her, uh, for her attire, oh, too? Oh, good point. She tweeted about it afterwards. I didn't notice it didn't while watching catch, it. Yeah, I didn't either. She, oh, said, like, so, she said something like, I, I, I wore, you know, since... My husband can't stop obsessing over something that's like green and gold. I thought I'd wear it to get his attention, and it still didn't work or something like that. Oh, Jesus. There's only two M's in consummate, Drake. Uh, so you see this back at this guy, and then Archer then ends up winning this thing. But it was, this, in essence, kind of a mini lumberjack match as well. Yeah, totally. With all the people who would possibly want to win the title around them, which I thought was brilliant. Uh, they, you know, this, they, Maverick gets thrown into them. He gets pushed back in the ring. Eventually, Archer gets the pin. And then as he's celebrating, he re- all the guys jump onto the ring and then jump on top of him. Mike Canales being the first one to jump on top of him. And because it was a dog pile, he gets the three pin by default. In a way. That makes sense. He was the first one that sure, slid on it's top. hard to kick off 20 people. He got lucky helped. by being able to wiggle his that's way out I mean. of there that's for sure. He slid out of there with the title, runs back to the back, and that's that. This was a great way to start Raw. Loved it. I was cracking up the whole time. I feel like, um, you know, Drake did what he needed to do. I like that he has his own attire. You know, he's got yeah. his own gear now. Yeah. Uh, he was there with his wife. We get Renee Michelle in a match on Raw. Yeah. I like that. Um, so is she officially a part of I still- don't think so. Okay. I'm sure she's going to be there. Just for this vignette. I mean, just for the storyline. I don't think she's been signed officially okay. yet. All right. um, like as a full-time performer or anything okay. like that. Um, but but really fun stuff here. I loved that moment when they carried Drake only because it made it finally made the mosh pit thing make sense. Because yes. it was like he was crowd surfing <laughs> as opposed to them all beating him up. It was like a crowd surf moment. Right. Um, I, and, you know, I was not expecting Mike Canellas to win the 24-7 title. Um, but But... Everything that transpired afterwards was just insane. Is this the thing that you didn't like? Oh, no, this is not the thing that I didn't like. I love this. I knew. I knew you would. (laughs) I knew you'd love this. I feel like the thing I didn't like, you didn't like either, though. Don't worry. All right, the five-man gauntlet match happens after the really no time to rest. Wait, wait, no, no, you're skipping the best part. Go ahead, tell me. You're skipping the best part of the fucking show. What's the best part? Mike Kanellis runs backstage. Oh, right, yeah, they're all waiting for him. He runs backstage, they're banging on the door. He he doesn't want to, like, he's not answering, obviously. And then Maria comes walking over and acting like she's having, like, stomach pains because of her pregnancy, and everyone has this, like, oh, shit, like, disgusted look on their face. She knocks they on walk the door. Away. They walk away to leave her her space because they don't want to mess with a pregnant woman. She knocks on the door. And goes, I'm not. Don't, you can't come in. It's your wife. How do I know it's my wife? And I was like Carmela imitating my wife. She says, because if you don't open this door right now, I am going to kick you in the vagina. I died. I died. I, my girlfriend and I were in tears laughing at all of this. Um, and even when they come back from, from that and commentary, Michael Cole said something like, well, I'd like to uh, congratulate him on his big win, but that's not really the right moment for that. Or whatever he said, yeah. something along those lines. You didn't love that? Not at all. Why? It was hilarious. You're the only person I've seen that said they didn't like it. It's fine. I don't mind standing What did you alone. dislike about it? I don't like anything with this Cadella stuff. I don't like it at all. I think it's terrible. I think even it's the boring. stuff that followed after? Yeah, even worse. That was even boring. worse. Yeah, I do find it boring. What? I do. Sorry. I do. It's boring to me. Oh, I'm pregnant. Uh, uh, I just, it's not for me. It's just not for me. I'm sure they're fully committed to what they're doing. I don't buy a, a second of it. Second of what? A second of whatever they're doing. I don't buy a second of what it. What do you mean when you say that? I mean, like, it's, it's, uh, it's not fun to me. It's uh, transparent. She's not that good of an actress. So it's like, eh. So it's just boring to me. 
And Mike, too. I don't think either of them are good at what they're doing in terms of the acting-wise, so it bores me. I don't, I don't like it. I mean, but it's supposed to be cheesy. Yeah, That's I get the whole that fun. Oh, I get that it's supposed to be cheesy, and I've enjoyed cheesy things for numerous decades in wrestling, but for, this just doesn't work for me. I don't think they're the right people to do this angle with, but I get that people like it, so I, I'm, I'm comfortable being in the minority on it. I get Are we, we going to get to the other part with them? Yes, of okay. course. Okay. So yeah, that okay. comes so a little bit later. later. We'll, we'll right? get to it. Yeah, we'll it comes to a little bit we'll later. Get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We'll get to it. Yeah, let's jump back into the wrestling five-man gauntlet match out of nowhere here to determine AJ Styles' SummerSlam It was announced during the day. Opponent. It was, it was. But I mean, like, if you didn't if you didn't follow him on social media, you're like, yeah. oh, we're doing this? Yeah. So they, uh, this was fantastic. Oh, what so good. Great matches. Even this, even I know some people might complain that Sami Zayn got in and out quickly. Yes. But it's like, but, you, you know, when you've got to get to all these other matches and Sami's involved in other storylines, this was Fun. I mean, the opening Cesaro and Ray match, that's pay-per-view level, what they did. Uh, and as if that wasn't enough, right, uh, uh, Zang slides in here, does his thing. Then Ray gets it on with Andrade, which well, is... Uh, but, uh, yeah. Only because right. there's right. so many multiple sure, matches break here. Let's break them down a little, a little sure. bit. All right. uh, one, the Cesaro thing. Yeah. Dude, uh, those two are so good. Yes. Like, in the ring, they, they, they mesh so well together. Two I, veterans, man. I love it. I love it so much. That spot... When that Rey Mysterio kind of does now where it's like the shoulders to the outside yeah. where they flip over and then the other person lands on their feet and still has the most. That is insane. Yep. It looks insane. Mm-hmm. It is such a like uh, uh, the fact that we just see that now. We're like, oh, that's a thing that happened. And we're not just like, holy shit, that's the craziest thing blows my mind. That takes such balance. Yep. I mean, similarly to what happened in the tag match later where Carl Anderson did that like. It was like oh, yeah. the suplex to the outside that landed, and then the Dawson DDT'd him crazy, too. Yes. Um, but the, both of these, I was just like, fuck, whoa, that's, that's crazy, you know? Yeah. Uh, also, Mysterious Gear looked awesome. Yep. Uh, I, 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 I respect so much that he's got so much gear, uh, and it looked so cool. But just those two in general, like, I, I, I want to see a full program between Cesaro and Rey Mysterio at some point. Isn't Rey in his 50s? No, no. Mm, I'd have to look at it. But what, what, okay, look, look it up because I, I don't know. I feel like Ray's in his fifties. I mean, and if he's in his fifties, he's in, pretty damn incredible. Honestly, even I'm if he's saying. in his late forties, it's it's damn incredible. Okay. I feel like he's probably in his mid forties, right? I know you're right. Forty four. Yeah, yeah forty four. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. Forty four. Yeah, but still, even then, still, he, he literally did this thing, that yeah. thing where he like slid, slides under the rope and then lands on them on the outside or whatever, yeah. doesn't like the splash, and you go like, God, his knees, man, that's yeah. gonna hurt your knees. Um, that's the mm-hmm. that's the magic of stem cells, dude. I guess so. That's gonna... the stem cells. The, from what I hear, dude. Yeah, stem cells are like the. The game changer. I got to get on it now that Josh McCuga broke both my knees on the concrete. I got to get on this thing if it really helps. Your knees, that's for damn sure. But you know what was great about this match? Uh, I mean, this part of the match is two veterans going at it. Two fantastic veterans going at it. And almost... As this thing progresses, we see the passing of the torch to the next generation that ha- that has those skills that they had when they were young. Mm-hmm. And that was fantastic to watch. So, yeah, I agree with you. Great spots. Fantastic back and forth between these two vets. The outside of the ring, the inside of the ring stuff. Cesaro certainly looked like he was going to get the victory. A couple of spots was very believable. I mean, that uppercut into the thing was Oh, my incredible. God. I forgot. How did I not mention that? Yeah, that was that springboard to the That springboard oh. to the uppercut looked so painful. Brutal. I, uh, I thought that was it. I was, uh, and I would have accepted that. We, we, uh, my co-host Jamie, yeah, yeah. he got a wrestling ring, and this weekend I went to his house to go mess with it, and we only wrestled for 
I should actually preface that. We only messed around in the ring. I don't no. want to call it wrestling. Okay. We only messed around in the ring for like, I don't know, like 10 minutes or something mm-hmm. like 15, 15 at the most. Uh, and I was trying to like, I was trying to take flat back bumps. I was trying to like, because Jamie knows how to do it. So I was, I was trying to like just see, you know, because yeah. I never messed around in the sure. ring. Like I also, I wouldn't want, the times I've been around a wrestling ring where like I worked championship wrestling from Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to like, mess with her like, yeah. i don't want to go in there it's like sacred you know what i mean like i don't yeah, want to like for go in there and having fun when it's like that's their that's their place of work right, you know right, and right. so um but but my point of all this is we wrestled for maybe 10 minutes I, I, and that night we were both so sore yeah i bet we were like, we, my girlfriend was icing her neck you know like i'm like ah my shoulders kind of hurt. Oh, your girlfriend was doing it erica was doing it yeah, too, she was doing Damn. It too. Yeah. yeah she's the one who actually injured me she uh <laughs> we we like were we were running the ropes or whatever uh-huh. and i said oh well you duck the clothesline right. and then come back at me and clothesline me down and she's okay so then she did that and she clotheslined me down and i i went back but i didn't take a proper bump and i like mm. flopped to my shoulder when she clotheslined me so your girlfriend injured you no, I'm not injured. It's just, no. It was. I felt soreness in my arm because I wrestled for ten minutes. I understand why you like, like the Canela storyline now. No, I got her back. Come on. I got her back when she she went down for something, and I I was, I was giving her the kicks on the ground, but yeah. I was trying to do the thing where like you know you like stomp while you do it. So like, right. but then I like I kicked her way too hard, like in the sh- in the <laughs> hip, and she got all mad. Oh, of course. <laughs> Of course. Got, got a little carried away. It's all fun and games when someone gets their hip broken. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we move on to the fights. Uh, right, Makuga. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, he fights. Uh, then he takes oh, all so Sammy, yeah, yeah. Sammy Zayn. Yeah, which was uh, quick and uh, in and out. So you don't have noticed, though? I didn't buy, it didn't bother me, though. This is the second time it's happened now, though. With Sammy? With Sammy. Oh. Remember it happened on SmackDown once, yeah, too, okay. semi-recently? I could have sworn it happened yeah, semi-recently. Sure right. And we were all like, oh, we were really looking forward to Ray yes. Mysterio versus Sammy. And then it didn't happen because something really quick happened so like that. they're just laying the groundwork? I think they're laying the groundwork. Now they've done a twice, yeah. I feel like they're laying the groundwork for Sammy versus Ray down the line for like an actual program between That'd the two of them. Great. That's what I think. It just, it just feels that way to yep. me when now it's like, now Sammy has a reason to dislike Right, right. It wasn't a one-time fluke. Now it's happened twice. Yeah, and, and he's super mad. About and he's super mad about yeah, it. Yeah. And, you know, he, on Raw, too, he had the, th- oh, that's what it was. It was yeah. on the Raw reunion. Yep. When he, no, that one wasn't quick, though. It's the third time yeah. they've wrestled. Because there was a quick one on SmackDown, I remember. Then he had the moment with the Legends on the Raw reunion. Oh, right. And now this. Yep. They have to be laying the groundwork for that. I feel like they've they've moved on from Samoa Joe yeah. and, and Rey Mysterio, clearly. And I think this, I feel like that's going to be the next thing in line for Mysterio. Sorry, Dominic. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, dude. Um, so that's not much to say. And then yeah, Andrade. Andrade, that was so much fun to see them rekindle this thing. Andrade is so good. He is so good. He's so good. I'm glad that he's getting the shine again. Uh, and I loved his attire. Me Zelina, too. It looks really cool, yeah, right? Yep. And I Zelina, didn't want to say that because I've said it two times no, now about no. people, but it looked really cool. It's strong attire. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and Zelina getting more involved in the match is really good as well, having her be a potent part of this situation. Uh, them getting into it, so much fun. Uh, and then, in, of course, in the end, it was Andrade. It was a little bit weird how it ended, and then he was trying to take the mask off. Uh, and then, of course, out comes uh, uh, Ricochet, and they go at it, and that's an even better match. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what a fantastic uh, uh, gauntlet to do here right after the 24-7, right after the Canela stuff. It's really great to go like, okay, we're, we had our fun. Now let's get to the business of why you guys came. I think that this is one of those, that this is like, I feel like the first hour of the show. Yeah. I think that's a, that, that incredible. the first hour of the show. Pretty incredible. And to me, um, it was a perfect example of, of like the things we've been missing. Yeah. Of like, there was 
fun zany moments, but opera, uh, soap opera like stuff with yeah. the Canalises and the twenty four seven title, um, and Drake Maverick and his wife and R Truth and Carmela. There was like this big crazy mm-hmm. soap opera thing with that, you know. And then and then after uh, there's this dope wrestling match yeah, where yeah. it's like a long match between multiple guys that are talented that are guys that you want to see spotlighted on a show mm-hmm. and it really to me you know it felt like a Heyman thing for sure because it was like it was almost like these are going to be some of the guys that I'm yeah. getting behind and there's another one later too yeah, that I, yeah. it feels like Heyman is getting behind a few of them but um, it really just was like the, this is clearly like a, a shift almost to me in yeah. terms of Raw at least. Raw hadn't really been getting stuff like this. Yeah. Like SmackDown more. We would had sure. gauntlet matches on, on SmackDown. And I guess there was the one that Seth Rollins did that helped him get over. Yeah, but it didn't have the same kind of like... Like Kofi's gauntlet matches stand out like crazy. And the Seth Rollins one did too when he like... Okay. He had that one that everyone was... not for. It didn't click for me personally as right. much as everyone else, but a lot yeah. of people did. Um, and I don't know if this one person stood out from this gauntlet mm-hmm. like the others, but I think everyone kind of shined. Yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. agree. Um, Andrade really, man, I... I I want them to find something for him to do where he's on my TV every week. They like not to. just kind of like one of the guys that sometimes gets wins and yeah. sometimes doesn't. Like I would like to see something where he's like given a real thing. I a thousand percent believe that if he was better on the mic in terms of his English, and this is not a criticism, it's just the truth. I think he he would be on our TV show TV every week. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's just it's just frustrating that it has to be that thing that holds him back. Let Zelina do all the promos. I was just saying, especially it's even more just frustrating. Let her do all the promos. It's even more frustrating. Because he has Zelina. You exactly. go, what do you, what do you care? Yeah. Zelina's awesome. Yeah. Why <laughs> Zelina's she, great. He need to be the one. Yeah. Right. Just let her do all the... It's working for Lesnar and fucking Heyman. So what's the difference? If anything, it enhanced Lesnar. Yeah. Agreed. Because when, Han- when, when Lesnar finally talks, yeah. you listen. Yeah. And you exactly. go, oh, shit. Lesnar's finally talking. Right. He's not letting Heyman do the talking for him. That means he's really mad. Right. You know? So, uh, yeah, I, I don't understand why that's a thing either. It shouldn't. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean. But I, maybe I, it's Andrade's call, too. Maybe he's like, I don't want Zelina to do all the promos. I want to do all the promos. That's certainly possible, too. They well, have I'm a sure relationship. He, I, I, I'm, but, sh- I'm sure he realizes that yeah. that's, just like you said, not a criticism, but I'm sure he realizes that yeah. that's something that, that will hold him back if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's working on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, great match. It certainly sets up AJ Styles. Who was watching in the background or in the backstage area, right? Watching the whole match. AJ Styles versus Ricochet. <laughs> this is going to be an awesome match. Uh, and I liked how he was watching real amped from the backstage yeah. area all night. Like he was like for He's the an game. animated guy. For the other one for the other tag match, he was like in there, like all like really like into it while watching. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, Rick, I, I like that we're, we're continuing with Ricochet versus yeah. AJ Styles. We, we got kind of like sidetracked from it for a second. If Ricochet wins, then it could be an Andrade-Ricochet program, which would be fantastic. 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. Because Andrade and Ricochet was so good. Yeah. Like, and I can't believe they haven't really, I, I don't think they've really crossed paths. I don't mm-hmm. think at NXT they crossed paths. Um, oh, I don't remember if they crossed paths. I don't paths. think I they think did. I'm pretty right. sure they didn't. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. uh, I completely agree that, I mean, I don't. The problem is I don't see them taking the United States title off of AJ Styles. Not now. yet. Not yet. Right. Right. So that now does make it a little difficult. And everything. Yeah. Because um, now they. Ha- well, we'll find out. They have three titles now. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't see that being a thing. And if anything, it almost feels like they're maybe gonna do some sort of New Day versus the Club thing yeah. to kind of like play off of like the stables that all have titles. You know, they have because New Day has all the titles on SmackDown. Yeah. Right. Uh, OC has all the titles on Raw. Uh, so I feel like they're going to maybe go in that direction. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can buy that. All right, let's move on to a moment of bliss. Some would argue my favorite part of the night. No, it's not true. Alexa came out uh, there with Nikki Cross. Uh, they had a back and forth talking about everything with Becky Lynch. Then they show the video of Becky Lynch running into a training session and putting the disarmor on Natty, uh, which, you know, you, you know, obviously that was a stage thing. They come back, they talk about how terrible it is. Becky comes on uh, from remote challenges, tells Alexa, it's, you're, tough, you're talking real tough because we're not face-to-face, but we will be face-to-face soon. Uh, and then just when it starts to get ramped up again, boom, the Usos come out. So what do you think of this whole, uh, are you done with, you're kind of done with Moment of Bliss, aren't you? Oh, I hate it. Right. But I loved the found footage idea. Not found footage. It's the fact that it's like the backstage cameras or the the hard cams always rolling during the day, which is no way it is. But uh, (laughs) I'm sure it's rolling for training type stuff. But like I'm sure there's editing. uh, But I I, I hate not hate. That's a strong word. I don't enjoy the moment of bliss segments, Mm -hmm. but I love when they kind of like add a, a, a hint of realism. Yeah. To uh, to the show. And I felt like, you know, showing that there's training going on in the ring before the show. Right. And, and having Becky Lynch show up and just knee fit Finley in the ball sack. Like, <laughs> that was all funny, you know, and, and then her yelling at Natty and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I liked it just because it's just different. It's not something you see all the time. It's not something you see them do all the time. Right. Like, here's something that happened in the ring during the day. Also, it's not something a face does because they're turning Natty the heel. True. But this is, this is once again, this is the Becky Lynch that people like is that walk in the line Becky Lynch. I was going to say that next. Yeah. I was going to say it was the first time I've seen them kind of uh, skew back in the right direction of the Becky Lynch yep. I enjoyed. God, I hope Heyman is like, no, we're changing Becky to be this more again. Mm, me too. Yeah. Because Neen Finley in the balls is much more in line with what she was doing whenever, yes. when she was the most, when she was at the peak of her overness. Yeah. Uh, is not caring about that kind of thing. I mean, I, Finley's an Irish wrestling legend. Yeah. And the fact that she didn't care and she just kneed him in the balls so that she could get what she wanted, that's the Becky Lynch that everyone started to get into. That's Absolutely. the man. That's yeah. the one that everyone likes. Uh, so I really, I, I enjoyed seeing them get back there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, you know, uh, 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 Becky makes a crack about Alexis injuries uh injury concerns injury woes and all this jazz starts to tries to kind of break them up a little bit so they're still laying that story groundwork of like is nikki gonna turn on alexa eventually mm-hmm. blah 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 although nikki uh, nikki was more healed than i expected she was. In, the, in the actual match yes she was and and we'll get to that in just a second but uh this is an okay ma- uh promo but certainly reinforce what's going to happen in SummerSlam, and this is going to pay dividends later in the show uh as we see what happens but let's move on to this triple threat tag team championship match because as i said the usos Interrupted Becky Lynch. They come down. Gallows and Anderson, the revival. This was fantastic. So good. It's amazing what happens when people are motivated to do good work and they feel inspired to do good work or pushed to do good work and they're allowed to do the work in the ring. This thing had a chance to breathe and it was great. It's also one of those things where... For so long, we were kind of like deprived of tag team wrestling. Yes. At least yeah. a good tag team wrestling. Right. I know that like we get it in bursts, and I hope that this is another sign of the Heyman thing, where he's like, "No, just go out there and put on awesome tag team yeah, wrestling," yeah. because these three teams are so capable of that. All three of these teams yep. are the three of the best tag teams in professional wrestling. You yeah. know, so I, I think that um, you know a revived club. The OC, uh, we're killing it. Mm-hmm. I think that you know, the Usos had something to prove because of their public yep. issues that have been made public. Jimmy's oh, right. public yeah. things, they felt like they had something to prove. And, and the Revival just 
doing their thing as you know one of the best tag teams in professional wrestling that yeah. they, they have been for a while now. So I think that you know this match was put together so well, but just honestly, the final moment, like mm-hmm. the final after the commercial break, yeah, was like just like whoa, ah, oh shit, ah, from the the suplex to the outside yeah. to to da- uh, dash doing that like. Um, uh, uh, tornado DDT off the side of the barricade to um, just so many different things yeah. <laughs> happening in the match that I was just like, whoa, ah, oh, ha, ha, oh. So many great spots. So many. Right? And listen, I this is, how can I say this correctly? This has the vibe of NXT in the main room. 100%. And that is fantastic. <laughs> it's like they brought the, 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 they got a comedy show and they brought like their like backstage act to the main room. Right. Know? Who'd been killing it in the back room. <laughs> yeah. They're going to bring him up in the main room to see what he can do. And he's killing it or yeah. she's killing it in the main room either way. And this is, this I enjoyed so much because, you know, ECW was built this way, doing the smaller indie route, doing the more chances, the bigger spots, blah, blah, blah. And NXT is kind of a birth, a birth out of ECW, and now the, it seems to be paying dividends to the top of the row. And that's how you combat AEW. You you synthesize the product. You make the independent vibe into the top dog vibe, and you make it work. And that's how the Attitude Era worked, and they're doing a version of They're not going to go back to the Attitude Era and that crap, but they are going to uh, kind of, in essence, bring the vibe of that Attitude Era back in terms of the type of wrestling and things happening in the wrestling ring, and I think that's fantastic. Absolutely. I think you're I, – I, mm. I couldn't agree more. I feel like that, you know, the the getting back to the wrestling being awesome is so important. Yes. And that's the only way they're going to combat AEW. If AEW mm. is like, we have the best wrestling, and they go, no, you don't. Yeah. Look at our show. <laughs> then right. that's going to be – that's where the real, I think, battle is going to be for the hardcore wrestling yep. fan. Yep. And this is the kind of stuff that attracts the hardcore wrestling mm. fan. I mean, I, I – I, Rewatched it again just so I could have yeah. you know because I loved it. I watched it again this morning because I loved. Why well, I also wanted to talk about it here, but like yeah. I also was like into it though. Still, I was I was still engaged because it was such a good match. Do you like the decision to put the belts on the OC? Oh, because the revival it was like a big deal for the revival to win it for the Shane storyline, but they haven't been seen with Shane for a couple of weeks now. I was just gonna say, yeah. If there's any indication that that <laughs> Shane stable that you thought was gonna happen isn't happening, yeah, it's this. Yep. Uh, you know, Drew McIntyre has been moved away from them too. Yeah. Uh, and so, well, into his own thing uh, with moved away from the revival. So, um, I do. I think that if they're gonna rebuild the OC, if they're gonna try and make the OC, uh, a real thing that yeah. is, a, is a viable threat in the company that is looked at seriously. I think that this will be uh, the, the, the way to do it, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think that they, they deserved it. I couldn't believe that they were taken off the road when they were not yeah. too long ago. Yeah. So I'm glad they've re-signed and they're getting an actual push now. I just hope that it's not like, you know, done because they resigned and that right. it's going to go back to the way it was in a year. You know? It'll depend on how the fans react to the OC. True. It'll depend on if they bring it in the ring. That's really number one for Gallows and Anderson. All the great stuff you've done all over the world is fantastic. Now you're getting a shot with the belts. What can you do in that ring? Create those great matches. You know, you have the opportunity. I think there was some truth into what uh, 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 Rollins said in that interview. Like, once you get the opportunity, you got to be able to run with the ball. So you've got the opportunity. you got the belt. What can you do with it? What yeah. can you push for? What can you fight for? Let's see it in the ring. And then, then you can get over with the fans because that's what they really want. I know? also laughed in this segment when they came out, the OC, and Michael Cole said, the OC stands for 
the only original club that matters. And I thought to myself, <laughs> wait, that's not the right initials if that's what that stands for. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be more initials? It would be a lot more than the OC. If, if, if the OC stands for the only <laughs> official <laughs> club that matters, their handle would be different. Yeah. Just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Oh, Cole. Uh, <laughs> all right. The Viking Raiders, they took on Johnny James and Cole Carter. Uh, who knows if you'll hear their names again, but it, in essence, was a, another squash match for the Viking Raiders just to give them some work, I guess, and keep them on TV. But uh, now that this title is kind of roaming around with, uh, I guess, the OC winning it doesn't mean the Viking Raiders can come forward because they're heels themselves at this point. But I want the Viking Raiders to start getting in the mix for this stuff. And it's time. It's time. We all know who they are. We've all been through the experience. We all took the ride. Now let's see what the next step is. Let's do this thing. So did you like them? Another squash match? Uh, I mean, it's... I mean, it is what it is. Not like I dislike it or like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's good at establishing them. I don't think that just having them rushed out and beat an established talent was the way to do it initially. Um, so I just, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think those things they show them backstage are kind of, I can't tell if I like them yet. I don't. But I don't, I don't hate them. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I get what they're going for, but when you've got stuff like what the the fiend is doing, or what the freak is, what fiend is doing, it kind of, in comparison, isn't as strong or as powerful. So the red light and the smoke and all of that, I get it, but I don't know. Until you fight, until you get into the ring with actual competition consistently, that kind of stuff doesn't carry weight. When they finally do, I think it will carry weight because I'll have more to say. Same thing with the Usos, Fair. right? Yeah, the yeah. Usos doing like the all Uso their penitentiary. Yeah, all that didn't take off until the Usos started getting back in the mix for the titles. Okay. So that, that matters. That gives you a little more weight to your vignettes. I do think if they were promos, if they were cutting a promo there. I would like it more. If my memory serves me correctly, they're just standing there yeah. kind of like. Yeah. It's like a deleted scene from Mandy. So I, <laughs> I don't. No offense. I mean, I just think it, it, there's there's a better way to work these guys. And they got to find it because these guys are great. They just got to find the way to work it a little bit better. Like, I just I think it's also like the producer in me. Yeah. I go like, what are they? Where are they supposed to be? Yeah. Like, what is that room? Right. Like, at least sometimes, like, with, like, Stardust, we were supposed to know he was, like, in, like, a... He, he had some kind of, like, cosmic... I think he had, like, a cosmic wonderland yeah, or something like that. Oh, he's in the cosmic wonderland. Or, right. like, the the the, the ascension. Oh, they're in, they're, they're in the wasteland. Right. You know? But you're like, where are they? What, where are they? I mean, what if they had... Um, wrestlers, well, this is too far, isn't it? Uh -oh. If they had wrestlers like up on torture devices, the the people that they'd beaten Whoa. over the last few weeks, every one of those guys goes into the dungeon and is hung up on a torture device. That would be awesome. And then they hit one of them with a pedigree from the top of a hell in a cell. <laughs> I'm just no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I like it. I like the idea. Only, I like the only. idea. You know what I'm saying? And then you get the idea. Oh, they're they're squashing all these guys because they're just like showing you what they can do, and it's a house of horrors with these dudes. I like that. A little right. more Viking esque. Yeah, Viking, Viking esque. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just that. saying. Having all the jobbers in there in the in a, yeah. in a torture zone behind them. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure I'm those guys. That. I'm sure those guys would drive to be a part of a vignette uh, in the back or a promo in the back and get paid for the day. So I'm just saying, if you're gonna job them, give them a little extra days. I'm sure they're not gonna mind. Uh, all right, uh, Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss, which is what we referred to earlier, takes off here. This is a good. 
I think it's a good match. It's all right. Alexa was good. There's no boring here. There's no, you know, none of those chants break out. The lot of Becky chants, though, which I think people were now, they felt like they were, um, how can I say this? They, they, I feel, it felt to me like they, the chains were taken off of them and they could now start chanting Becky even more because of that backstage footage showing Becky doing her old school stuff that got her uh, the love of the fans. Uh, this was a good back and forth, great, great match. And then eventually the fake injury for Alexa. Did a nice job selling she, that. And she, I was going to say, she played it off well. She cried like for real. Yeah, like, he was she, like, oh, this is real. I'll yeah, buy this. Yeah, totally. And I thought for I thought, oh, she, you know, because I've seen the injury angle many, too many times. And, but I thought, oh, is this, is this not real? And then everybody coming out, take over. But then, of course, it turns into Nikki doing her thing. And then Nikki and, Ale- and uh, uh, Becky go at it. And Becky beats her, like straight up beats her. And then, of course, Alexa comes in, kicks the crap out of Becky for a little bit. And then Natty comes in and really puts the hammer down. Uh, what did you think of all of this? Uh, I thought Alexa killed it. She it, did. It, yeah, I thought that, you know, the fact that you said that, uh, that you actually, you're, you're, you were able to suspend your disbelief and actually think that maybe she was injured for a second. Uh, I saw my co-host Jamie was tweeting the same thing, like, man, she's a great actress. Yes, <laughs> um, she really sold that. Yeah, so I feel like, uh, she killed it. Uh, I thought it was interesting that Nikki was more heel this time. Nikki was more. This is Nikki's now a heel. Yeah, now she's a heel. She, I mean, she, the fact that she hit Becky during the match, straight up cheap shot at her. Mm-hmm. That's like, well, okay. unwarranted, unwarranted, right? Un- and she did, Becky didn't do anything to, to Nikki. Yes, right. Um, well, I, I mean, it's, aside from the fact that she talked shit on her in the promo, yeah, where she said like uh, she wasn't representing for Scotland or whatever, right? But you know, everybody talks shit. The Irish-Scottish thing. I don't know if that plays into it. I, I also, yeah, totally. I was saying, if someone said to me, like, you're not representing America, well, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, right. You know, like, that's your opinion. Cool. <laughs> cool, dude. Uh, cool, bro. I'm cool. going to 7-Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, bro. I gave me a Slurpee, bro. I'm going to hit my vape. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, America, bitches. go blow uh, some clouds. <laughs> um, you know, so I... Uh, I like that. I, I, I like the Nikki's. I like the match. I didn't care if she lost. It matters. Yeah. She's still way beneath Becky in yeah, terms yeah, yeah. of everything on the on the roster right now. How ironic is that? Alexa used to beat Becky for. for no, no, I mean Nikki. Oh, Nikki, right, Nikki. Right, right, right. Um, uh, and then the post match stuff with Alexa running in was done brilliantly. With Natty, yeah, and Alexa coming in, and then Alexa Natty coming right. in. Um, and I liked almost that you thought Natty was going to help. Becky for a second to like even the odds she was like no I'm just taking more advantage of it and put her in the sharpshooter uh, so yeah I liked all that mm-hmm. um, is the Natty promo came after that, that though, after right? yeah, yeah yeah she came back I was gonna jump into that but first I wanted to jump into the commentary stuff okay so this was where they finally referenced I mean Mike Corey Graves made that reference about what happened with uh, 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 Natty oh, I mean uh, with uh, uh, Renee Young yesterday on or two oh, days ago on Twitter did. you're right they yeah. did and yeah, I thought yeah. it was important to bring up on the show okay. because they do reference Corey Graves reference it in the middle of commentary because Cole said to Renee can I finish my story and then Corey said she's been jumping on people she's been in a, no, no, a he mood said she, he said she's, she's got a real big head today after yeah, Twitter after was Twitter saying all these positive things about her which I thought was fascinating for them to actually talk about it and I thought this was because we, uh, I'm sure you were tagged on it. I was tagged on it, and you commented to Nat, uh, to Renee, which I thought was really nice of you. Uh, and th- once, and I want to clarify my own position here. I don't have a problem with Renee on the on the side. I think she's gotten better, certainly, but I think she belongs in the lead role. That's been my point the yeah. whole time. I think that's where funny. she shines and, best. And I feel like that's been muddled on here because yeah. you, we had a conversation. I think off camera, we were talking about it recently, and when you said. When you kind of made me realize that, that you were like, no, I just want her to be the Michael Cole. Yes. And for Cole to be 
you know, on the side, on the side. Yeah, that made sense to me. Or maybe that was when we were talking about SmackDown when Cole was on SmackDown. Well, but yeah, but yeah I, 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 uh, I, that makes sense. Yeah, the comments were like, "Oh, she's not doing so." Yeah, it's not her natural thing to do that, which is why it's taking her a bit of time to figure it out because she's used to leading a show. She's not used to being on the side uh, doing commentary like Corey Graves is. That I don't think that's her natural inclination. So that's difficult to change your way of doing it. So I, I think that's the situation at the end of the day. People should be way uh, nicer to this and understand what's happening to Renee. My issue is she deserves to be front and center and leading this raw uh, place. And Michael steps to the side. I think that's the better thing for everybody because then her and Graves can still go at it, and even more so, which I think would be fantastic. So um, agreed. And I liked that. I I liked that. Twitter. There were people on Twitter who were sticking up for that whole thing. It's that that thing is so silly. It's like. It's it's one thing I, I don't know. To me personally, it's like it's one thing to have an opinion. It's one thing to like go tag that person in it. Like, right. like I don't know, man. It's just like I sometimes feel like people don't realize like the people they're tagging on Twitter. They're 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 not bots. Yeah, there's real human beings yep. reading these things that are bored. That and and and, and they hit a limit where like the one millionth comment they finally are going to retweet with a comment so that they can say something about it. I mean, like, the other day, like, I, yeah, I probably shouldn't have posted a screen grab of that guy saying, jokingly saying that he wished someone would pour acid on me. Oh, right. But it got to me. It gets to me. That should get to you. Like, it can't not get to you. Of like, course. You're a human beings. And it's not necessarily that I care that this one person doesn't like me. It, it gets to me because, like, man, there's human beings out there that don't realize that, that like, their words hurt other well, human the, beings. It's, it's also the level of vitriol that's not warranted. We're just, we're just, he's running, he's running a wrestling, which is a fun, a successful thing. wrestling site, which is running fun, and we do the recaps, and he has the uh, wrestling sheet radio. This is all fun stuff. Yeah, but to go to acid. Uh, really betrays a level of ignorance in that person. And I'll say that. Come and pour acid on me. I'll break your freaking arms. That is what it is, is this level of idiocy that is passed off as, oh, it's just joking. I'm being sarcastic. When if someone said that to you repeatedly, you couldn't handle it. And that's where it comes from. Is this, I, oh, that's where the anger comes from. Is this, these people who didn't do what you're doing getting upset with how you're doing it and then threatening you with violence that at such an extreme level, those people... In my opinion, need I, you know what? I don't want to get honestly. The, the, it's weird, you know. After our conversation about outrage culture on your show or whatever, the yeah. the deep cut, the deep cut, yeah. Um, you know, I was talking to someone, and it, someone said something to me the other day, a few a few weeks ago, mm. and it was like it really resonated with me as like a why. It resonated with me on a level of like why I'm trying not to react to things anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it's someone said to me like man everyone's just trying to eat everyone's just trying to eat right like, you might not like this person or you might dislike their reporting or you might dislike right. this or that but they're just trying to eat man yeah like you don't need to like go try and make their day worse to make your day feel better everyone's just trying to eat and right. i fall into it sometimes too i've talked shit on people i'm trying to be better you know right, there's right. only i'm only human you yeah. know but like <laughs> that kind of stuff where you're just like saying you're a terrible person you should be taken away from your job like that's just so rude and it doesn't mean you can't have constructive criticism that's no there's a way to present criticism that is constructive versus like wanting to pour acid on somebody there's that that kind of stuff for a wrestling opinion like you create uh in your mind warped mind 
who this person is in your mind. And you think you're right about how this person is. So therefore, you think you're warranted to say what you're saying. Yes. And in fact, you really aren't. You really effing aren't until you sit down and talk to this person or get to know this person. Then th- this, this level of vitriol betrays more about, says, says something more about you than it does about the person you're attacking. That's the thing at the end of the day. Completely agree. Right? Anyway. Now let's say something negative about this natty promo. <laughs> Go ahead. Great segue for that. <laughs> Say nice things now. Now we got to talk about this fucking natty promo. I liked the natty promo. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pour acid on me. I liked it. Um, yeah. Tell I, me why you didn't like it. it can I? I don't know if you are just saying this. No. Because normally you don't like. I don't normally. You're right. Yeah. And I'm so confused. The one time. She leaned into being the heel full on and said the relationship is broken. I won't shake her hand even if she offers it. It's about being Finally, professional. Finally, she made a choice. It's about being professional. And at SummerSlam, after I beat Becky Lynch, she's not going to want to shake my hand. And I wouldn't want to shake her hand if she gave me her hand because I don't trust her. Right. Don't write me on that. It's a great promo. And then it's like... Well, not great. It's a and good then promo. it's like, I'm going to challenge her to a submission match mm-hmm. because she doesn't have... Her submission move is not as good as mine. Mm-hmm. She's leaning into the heel thing. But I'm not actually challenging her to a submission match. If she's willing to accept my challenge. No. She said... She's not giving the challenge anymore. Oh. It was like... I thought she said if she's willing to accept my challenge. No. She said that. No. She said she said that... She said at the end of it that she's not oh. making that challenge. Okay. Which was very confusing. To me... See, I, even you're confused well, by it to now. To me, I think she was just laying the groundwork of everything that's coming here. This well, is, it's clearly going to be a submission match This now. is not done, by the well, way. No. Whatever happens at SummerSlam, it's not done. You don't think it's done at SummerSlam? No. I do. I think they're going to let this go a little bit longer because I think Becky needs a foil. I don't think Alexa's the foil. I don't think Nikki's that foil. Natty could be that foil. Natty's done good heel work in the past. I'm not the biggest fan of them giving her the opportunity. But that being said, she, I, I liked what she did running in on uh, Lynch. And I like this promo because she's saying to – she's basically saying – and she said that horseshoe out of your ass last week. Right? This is the angle she's taking. It is a jealousy angle. It is an angle that I, I, Natty worked her ass off for years to achieve what Becky could do almost overnight. And it probably, in real life, bothers a lot of the ladies in the back there, no matter what they say publicly, because there's jealousy, no matter what gender you are, there's jealousy once someone's at the top of the pile. Mm-hmm. And so she got there when she used to be the, the, the count that people could count on her to take the loss against them. Now they have to lose to her consistently. And she has... Um, overshadowed the women's division, transcending the women's division and the men's division to be a superstar regardless of gender. And I'm sure that frustrates people. So to play the angle, I'm not saying Natty believes this, but I'm saying to play the angle of jealousy, to play the angle of like, I'm better than her, uh, she got lucky, blah, 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 then that leans into being more of a heel, and I like it. It's a new approach to it versus Charlotte's approach to it or anybody else's approach to it. So I get why you're upset, but I like it. All of that. I did from this terrible promo. <laughs> then and I and you know I love Natty. You do. Natty is I love Natty. And I'm not I, always I on her side. In the whole time of this show, I don't think I've ever said I didn't like a Natty yeah, thing. It's true. Uh, if you liked that and you got all that that <laughs> from this promo, then I'm just gonna accept it. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna let you take this one, Roka. I'll just you take the hey, you take the W here. I'll, I'll take you, it. Uh, no, it's no W. Just a difference of opinion. <laughs> all right, let's move on to another. I'm Team Natty, so yeah, I'll I give know you the W you. here. I'll give you the W. Take all it. Right, just all accept right. it. All right, fine. fine. <laughs> uh, all right, Maria. Let's move on to something that's gonna split us again. Maria Canellas celebrating her 24/7 championship, shrilly screaming about her championship, which is of course what she's going to do because she's playing that heel kind of vibe to it. Talking about how you know threatening people walking up to them going do you want to pin a pregnant woman blah 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 and uh then was interrupted by oh no wait no wait i'm sorry she pins mike in the back tells him to lay down yeah. because she wants her unborn child to be a champion no 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 she wants to be the champion that hasn't do with her well, child she says her unborn child can be a champion as well but i don't think they specified that the unborn child is the champion because i saw All people right. on twitter asking that question last night from the way it seemed, okay, it's just Maria who is champion right now. Right, it is. I don't think in the record books, unborn right. child is considered no. champion. <laughs> she said, too. I want my unborn child to be a champion. Okay. Yeah, but she's the champion, yes. Yeah. Not the unborn child. I don't think the unborn, but. That's a great wrestling. It's really hard to pin that baby. I'm telling you. If, you, if she, if she yeah. like laid down on her back yeah. and is like, no, technically the baby is champion because I'm on my back and I'm being pinned by the baby in my stomach right oh, now. Oh, man. And you can't pin the baby in my stomach. But the perfect time to pin the baby is right when it's born. Yes. Or so there's just a whole there's a whole gallery of right. wrestlers waiting outside the delivery room. Oh my god! So that they can pin oh. the baby once it comes out. Yep. I just want to see the rubber glove pin the baby. You are, you've got whole training <laughs> montages of Maria like with the baby training her baby to be a better wrestler when he comes out of the oh. womb. See, maybe they'll win me over eventually if see, they do this that. Is all. This if is they all do Look, set up for gold. Yeah. You know I'm always willing to be won over if it works. And I this is certainly possible. You love Hogan. This was just like the finger poke of doom in 2019. I didn't like that. Oh, the finger poke. 2019? No, in 2019. Oh, this is like oh, our right. finger poke of doom. She literally that. made Mike get down, yeah. and then she stood on his chest. Maybe one of the worst things I'd ever seen was a finger. I hated that. Hated that. Wow. I was mad at that. This is uh, better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Marginally so, but yes. We'll see. I mean, I, you could also pin her while she's having the baby or pin the baby while she's having the baby because she's up in the stirrups and her, she, her shoulders don't have to be down. You can just lay on top of her baby and pin the baby if you're that cruel. So. I was also wondering if maybe like King Maxwell, like Matt Hardy's kid. Can oh, pin yeah. Him. He's a child. He is a child. He can pin a pregnant woman. Sure. Uh, sure. He's not a grown man putting too much weight on a woman. Right. Um, I there, There's so many options. I also saw a funny. Someone pointed out that Maurice is also pregnant. So maybe she could run into Maurice at the OBG. And Maurice Penzer. That's possible. And then she just gives the title to Mike. <laughs> I like that idea. I, I like that idea too. <laughs> you know, so so I, I I could see that going. I really hope they didn't set up that OBGYN thing though to not go through with it. Yeah. I really hope that that they do some sort of segment where our truth is like in a doctor's mask and like you know like doing the thing and then Carmel or Carmela comes in. There's. Yeah. There's so many. There really is. There's so many things. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, you're right. There's a lot of things you can go to. Uh, but Braun Strowman came in randomly. That was weird. Yeah. That made me wonder if Nicholas is maybe going to get involved. Oh, there was that video. Nicholas. There was that video of Nicholas saying he wants to focus on the 24-7 title at yeah. the Raw reunion show. Yeah. And I assumed it was just a silly backstage video they were doing because he was there because his dad works in the right. company. As a referee. Um, but I'm wondering now if, if Braun is going to get annoyed by Maria screaming about being pregnant all the time and have Nicholas become a two-time champion in WWE. <laughs> That's possible. Because it was funny when it was Braun backstage. It was just him going like... 
Yeah, because she said, show me how much of a man you, big and strong you are, pin me. And he just starts grunting. <laughs> Sound like he was snoring for a second. Uh, but honestly, the idea, when she was walking around holding her belly and holding the title up, yeah. all that kind of stuff, I loved it. Okay. I, 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 I loved it. I was cracking up. I was... It was my favorite thing on Raw. Do you think this by is far. Do you think this is the moving away from R Truth? They're going to give them the run a little bit with this twenty four seven title. Say it again. Do you think they're moving away from R Truth now to let Canellas, the Canellases, or whatever they are, the Canellases take like kind of take the lead here on the twenty four seven title the next few episodes? That sounds right. Yeah. So, so R Truth kind of recedes in the back for a little bit. I don't know if I'd say recedes in the back. I just think that I, I feel like they've instead they've been thrusted into yeah. the twenty four seven title right. situation. Renee could pin her too. Renee Michelle. I'm hoping that woman happens. to woman. That'd be so funny if while she's got her legs up, you just see you just see Renee sneak in and puts her arms over yeah. you. Know, one row, two, three. <laughs> That'd be perfect. <laughs> uh, while she's doing the exercise, Lamaze exercises. All right, let's move on to our last uh, thing of the night here. Seth Rollins. Oh, well, no, actually, not the second to last. Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Ziggler comes out imitating Shawn Michaels. Oh, Ziggler, always after my heart. Uh, great stuff coming in there, doing the whole heartbreak. And then bashes Goldberg, bashes Sean, uh, says it's, you know, it's, we don't want to see old people doing their thing. Uh, goes at it with uh, Rollins. This was great. Good, ba- fun match. Really enjoyable match. Um, gave, H1 giving as good as they got. A lot of strong movements here. Uh, and then just as uh, Rollins gets the upper hand later on in the match, Lesnar comes out and absolutely destroys Rollins, which I enjoyed. Uh, Dolph, Not for a, a personal thing, but I like the way it went down. <laughs> no, right. I like Rollins I, a lot. I personally enjoyed <laughs> seeing his blood and guts. Hit him again. Uh, yeah. I, the, it's funny the HBK music they, they oh. did well because I actually was like, oh, is HBK going to make a surprise appearance on Raw? Are they going to continue this? Uh, and, I, and they show Rollins' face all excited, little happy young boy about to see you know Shawn Michaels yeah. again. Coming to coming to his uh, aid, but no. Instead, it's that dastardly Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> uh, which I enjoyed. I liked it. Uh, match was 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 good. Yeah. It was fun. There was some good stuff in there. Um, and yet, look up at the Brock stuff. Oh, Chef's kiss. It was Chef's kiss. I love <laughs> I love when he does that kind of stuff. I mean, it's always yeah. fun when Brock shows up out of nowhere and just destroys someone. It's fun to watch Brock destroy anyone at any time. Sure, honestly, sure. Um, I, I I get a kick out of it. So I, uh, I, I, yeah, I, 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 the whole Brock thing did a great job of like building up sympathy for Seth Rollins of, uh, you know, making Brock just look like a, a, a total unstoppable force. Yeah. Uh, I mean that those German suplexes on the outside looked so brutal Yeah. that like F five, like thing when he just w- tossed him into the turnbuckle yeah, on the, the side, ring, you yeah. know, the side, uh, the ring post, yeah. the ring post, uh, all of it. I was just like, oh, man. Even when he sat down all A.C. Slater preppy-like over Seth Rollins on the chair, you're just like, oh, what a dick. You know? Yeah. And I, I love it. And Heyman, perfect Heyman. He looked like um, like he, he looked like, like, a, like a general following, you know, like, like, like this is my soldier. You yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> a watching, proud general. Yeah, yeah, like a proud general watching, like, his, his soldiers go to work, you yeah. know, and just brutal, brutal, brutal. I Also, I saw people... I, some people got a little ridiculous on Twitter last night about like the blood thing. It was clearly not real blood. Like, of course, we see real blood in wrestling 
enough to know yeah. when it's like real blood. It that was look- clearly like a capsule that he popped yeah. in his mouth and was like, like letting it spill out of his mouth. The way, just the way it was dripping, yeah. you could tell it wasn't blood. And the fact that people were, I made a joke about it on Twitter where I said like blood and guts because Vince McMahon during the investor call kind of talked a little bit of, threw a little shade on yeah. AEW for, for using blood yeah. and said that he didn't think that TNT would be okay with all the blood and guts of AEW. Yeah. So graduated from that crap. Exactly. Yeah. So then people were, oh no, he's doing it. It's clearly not the same thing at all. Dustin was covered yeah. in blood. Yeah. The ring was covered in blood. Uh, Cody had to get ten staples in his head yeah. from that sh- chair shot. Page two. You know. So yeah. So it's like page two. So yeah. it's like. Calm down, yeah, some people that were comparing near. the it's two. Uh, but it was a fun sight. Like yep. it looked cool. It was very. Oh, yeah. Cinematic, like, like you know that kind of a thing, um, and then even better when you know they they get taken to the back or whatever, and he's being ushered out, and then Brock just I love it when it just stopped, and you go, oh no, oh no, what's gonna happen to poor Seth Rollins, uh, poor architect, and then it, Brock goes, don't you move to the driver, <laughs> which I love. Imagine being in a car and someone goes, don't move. He doesn't have a gun. Just fucking peel out, man. He's not going to do anything. Not an ambulance. It's not that fast. But it's fast enough. I guess. It's faster than a Brock Lesnar. I don't know. <laughs> you true. You know, I don't want to find out. This isn't my, this isn't my battle. Yeah, yeah I don't want to find out. Go ahead. Yeah. We're, you know, uh, so then, and then he pulls him out, and that F5 on oh, oh. The, the stretcher looked brutal. That yeah. looked so painful. Yeah. Just landing any, I'm like, on, those, are like bo- those are bars. Like, those are yeah. painful. It reminded me of what NWO did to The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But that was their basically their apex uh, when they came back to w- when they came to the WWE. That particular moment, that all of that whole scene was incredible, and it had a lot of shades of what Lesnar did to Rollins. And you're right, that F five onto the gurney or the stretcher, holy Mary mother. And and Rollins does a great job of selling that stuff. Abs- oh, he sold like a million bucks right? oh. when he when he when he got that one German suplex and he was on the ground and he had his hand twitching. Like- yeah. And you were like, "That's just good selling." I'm sorry, that's great. Like, because I literally, I legitimately had people in my in my comments of like, "No, I'm pretty sure that was real." Like, <laughs> his hand was twitching, and I'm like, "Come on, guys, you know." But uh, dude, the hand twitch and the leg twitch is the best. Yeah, that's, it's, that's, it's that's a that's nice little stuff. extra yeah. Yeah. Uh, addition. But no, Brock killed it. Uh, yeah. Made himself look like a million bucks, and it's yeah. funny. But I, it also makes me laugh when people go. Brock's never on the show. And then when he's on the show a bunch to build up to a pay-per-view, then they go like, well, I just hate seeing Brock on the show. Yeah. And you're like, well, which one is it? Do you want Brock to be on the show? Or do you, like, or not? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, obviously, he's good to have on the show. Don't pretend. You can't front and say Brock on the show consistently isn't good for the product. I'm right. sorry. It's I just how I feel. I think it frustrates wrestling fans that they can't control him. That is what it is. Yeah, they, they can't and have he him. He doesn't care what they think. Right. <laughs> That's more than anything yeah. else, right? And the WWE gives him the uh, uh, opportunity to do that, which frustrates wrestling fans, the old school wrestling fans, even more, you know? And so that's the situation. But Brock has a new way of doing things. Like, I was seeing on Twitter the Jordan Grace, uh, Jim Cornette back and forth about the approach to wrestling versus the old school approach and the new school approach. Hey, everything changes. Everything transitions. So Lesnar doing the way he's doing it works for the ratings and the money, and the crowd was into it like crazy. So that's what you want. Fire yeah. for Brock. They I were. was thinking the same thing. I was like, listen to that crowd. Yep. And the last time when he was fighting, when he came out, you go, don't tell me yeah. that crowd didn't want 
Brock Lesnar to come out. You can, I can see all you people on the internet who complain or whatever, but don't tell me yeah. that th- those people who paid their hard-earned money yep. to go be there for a live show didn't lose their minds when they heard Brock Lesnar's right. music hit. I'm right. sorry. That's how, you could just listen to them. They went crazy. Yeah, I agreed. agreed. And listen, you could have ended the show there and you would have been fine. But no, there was more, which was a Samoan summit here between Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. Uh, they ended up taking out the Usos and Roman Reigns in the backstage area. I think that was uh, the OC and Samoa Joe. They beat the crap out of them back there. Samoa Joe goes into the ring, calls out Reigns, says he's got any gusts to show up. Reigns does show up. They go at it. But wait, real fast. Yeah. Before we explain everything, yeah. I laughed prior when, they're, before, when the ambulance thing was about to start. And right, the, right. Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns, the Usos, everyone starts fighting. I laughed because it... it WWE fed a story to the media. They fed it to the rap that a Samoan summit was happening on Raw. Like, they literally went on record, had a major publication. The rap's a big publication. Yeah, had is. a big publication break that story on their, on their, on their website mm-hmm. only to not do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Don't f- WWE, don't feed a story to the media that you're doing a segment only to not do it. Right. That's a bit ridiculous. Like, it's one thing to, like, change your mind or you guys announced it online and, and something changed. And, yes, you played it off and didn't completely ignore it. But at least it was referenced. Yes. Uh, but I just <laughs> laughed that it was like everyone, the, the rap made a big deal. There's going to be a Samoan summit. And everyone's like, Samoan summit online. And then just, it wasn't a thing. We were all like, what's that mean? Yeah. It meant nothing. Does that mean they're going to go watch a bunch of Moana movies together? Does it mean they're going to haka dance? It's I don't really know. You know, That's a haka dance, right? Yeah, Samo- the haka. That's, that, that, that's, that's New South, Zealand. No, that's New Zealand. New yeah. Zealand. That's the Maori. But what's the... the isn't there one? There's a version of it that because the rock always kind of like, right. There's a version like of the it that po- it's Polynesian. Yes. Okay. There's yeah. a more Polynesian one. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. I hope I'm right. Don't kill me. I know. I hope I'm right too. We're gonna yeah. have to cut this joke out. Oh crap! <laughs> Don't kill us, Rock. A Moana Samoan. I'm covered on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think right. It is right. I never actually saw the movie. Have you seen Moana? Yes. Is it right? It's Samoan guy. It's he Polynesian. Plays Isn't that Samoan? She's a he's a demigod. Isn't that Samoan? Sure. Oh man! I don't know. Now I'm sure. really gonna have to cut this out. God I'll be damn honest it! With you, I don't know. Let's look. Let's take a look. Why you talk about it some more? I'll take a look. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I laughed. Uh, the whole Samoan summit thing that just didn't happen, even though they said that it was it was gonna happen. I laughed. Any any update on this? Yeah, they said uh, uh, Moana is not from Hawaii, and neither is she from New Zealand. She has to come from Tonga or Samoa. The fir- two first archipelagos uh, where the Polynesian people were born. All right, there you go. There we go. All right. No, oh, there you go. Tongan or Samoan. While you're, while you're saying what Either happened way, after the, While you're talking about what yeah, happened okay, in the scuttle right. after, I'm going to look up Haka Dance. That's fine. I know it's New Zealand, but yeah, I, I'm trying to remember the one is that I was thinking. The All Blacks do it before every yeah. rugby match. Yeah, that I know. Uh, chaos reigned until Drew McIntyre took, came into there. Uh, there, was a lot, there was a battle there. And then Cedric Alexander, for God's sake, shows up, gets involved in this whole thing. Then the OC gets, gets, comes out from the back and gets involved. The Usos get involved. All of this turns out to an insane melee. A lot of great spots, including Cedric jumping on everybody from the top of the wherever he was. All of that happening was great. So fantastic back and forth. At the end of the day, they get Samoa Joe in the ring. Reigns and the Usos take, take care of him with Alexander, and they are reigning supreme in the ring. Fantastic way to end Raw. As if the Rollins-Lesnar thing wasn't enough, they actually went to slightly the next level with this stuff. And Reigns, in a way, pushing Reigns again. 
pushing Rollins again. This is fantastic. These two guys from the Shield getting their shots to be the top dogs in essence in this in this Raw. The one the dance that is like mm-hmm. the Haka for the Samoan mm-hmm. Samoan war dance called the Manu Siva Tala, Sounds but right. it is similar. So okay. I wasn't that far off. Okay. Now I feel better. Uh, mm-hmm. All of this. To me, this is the, the the fact that they're putting Cedric Alexander on this yeah. level yeah. is is Heyman has to be Heyman stuff where it was like yep. you know if you call back to like the SmackDown Six where it was like these are people that he was clearly knew could put, give something different yeah and and I have said for since the Cruiserweight Classic that, that Cedric Alexander is is money like yeah. Cedric Alexander is the business dude like that guy is so good yeah um, you know and I think that. The fact that he's getting being put on this platform, I said it since he was the janitor. We both did. Yep. And people talk shit then, and anyone who talks shit then really has to eat their words now because Cedric Alexander got a huge moment at the end of Raw, diving off of the the, the Titan Tron, yeah, yeah. whatever you want to call that it. That was great. Uh, and it's funny. Did you? It's funny too when he when he was gone for a minute, and then they started like pan back. You went, oh, he's about. To, Where's Cedric Alexander? He's about to jump <laughs> off that thing, isn't he? Did you have that same vibe when yeah, it was coming? I'd forgotten that he was involved because I was, like, focused on everything else. And then I saw Cedric's top of I was like, what the hell? I saw them all kind of, like, gathering in one spot. So you knew something was going And I, th- I said to my girlfriend, I was like, I'm pretty sure Cedric Alexander about to jump off something real high. <laughs> and she was like, where is he even? You don't even see him. I thought he got knocked down on the side of the stage. And I was like... That's why I think he's going to jump off something high. She's like, I don't know. And they're like, right? She's like, I don't know. They pan out and Cedric Alexander's holding on to the rope at the top. Thing. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> and he like did the jump off or whatever. But awesome moment. Yeah. Uh, Cedric Alexander is so deserving of the opportunity. I mean, Cedric Alexander is a, such a talented yep, dude. Agreed. Puts on great matches. I think that he resonates with a certain part of the audience. I think that... Um, there's so much about him that I enjoy, I mm-hmm. think. I think that he's got a lot of charisma, too. He's someone who hasn't... They haven't been able... You haven't gotten to see his charisma, but I do believe he's got a lot of it that yep. we haven't seen. Yep. Um, and the fact that he is in a program right now with Drew McIntyre, which is a huge opportunity. Yeah, they, they, had a, they definitely re- reignited that thing between 100%, them. Yep. 100%. And that he's closing out Raw alongside Roman Reigns and, like, the Usos. That's a... It's a huge rub, man. Like yeah. that's that's a that's a big big deal, and I honestly think he 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 showed why he's in that spot last night. Yeah, um, and, and proved to everyone that he deserves to be there. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how this goes on. Uh, how what uh, what what his role is going to be in all of this, but certainly I think everybody involved in this whole melee at the end here. Once again, you leave, or once again, once again after years and years of waiting for this, Raw is fun again. And, Absolutely right. This whole episode was a lot of fun. Whether you agree with a couple of things, or whether you disagree with a couple of things or not, this was a fun, fun episode, and that's what you want from Raw. That's what you want from SmackDown. NXT is fun. Yes, give me great wrestling, but give me fun, and this was fun all around. So we'll absolutely, s- and, and you know what? It's one of those things where it's almost a shame that it wasn't a send-off show. Fair, but I was like, I would like every episode to be this good. Yeah, they can agreed. Be, they can be this yeah, good. Yeah. Um, we're a little worried about SmackDown tonight, only because I was told that Vince McMahon called in the creative team today and had them completely rewrite the show. So uh, that's going to be interesting. Okay. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I, it was really fun. I think that you know, not only was it fun, but it did the thing that we've we've been asking for. I think that it it made. Every single part of the show feel important. Yep. I think that there wasn't, there weren't a lot of moments that felt unimportant. Even a moment of bliss, I gave it shit. Yeah. But 
there was the cool stuff with Becky Lynch, and it yep. helped rebuild Becky Lynch as a badass a little bit. So I think that at the end of the day, every single thing helped build something, and that's all we can really ask for. Even if you did or didn't like things, that's when it's fun. It's like, yeah. you liked one thing, I didn't, we can discuss that. It's not that we're all going, God, we were so disappointed. We were yeah. all just disappointed. That's not how it is. And that's, that, to me, is proof that... WWE wasn't. They, they're not in a. They're not in any trouble. They're just. Right. They were just hired after WrestleMania. WrestleMania yep. is. Oh, it's always like this. Literally, this happens every year for WrestleMania. There's like it's great up until WrestleMania, and then afterwards, everyone's WWE's in the can. And yeah. no, they're just tired because they just did WrestleMania, which is really hard. Like they all were on target for WrestleMania, and now that they've got a new show that's going to be debuting, not WWE, that they have a. a, a, a competitors new show is debuting in two months or two whatever months, yeah. they're stepping it up a little bit yep. and, I, and i'm loving it yep i agree with you well that's our raw recap for the pro wrestling sheet uh ryan tell them when they can read watch and listen to everything we do pro wrestling sheet.com that's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling at wrestling sheet on social media youtube.com slash c slash wrestling sheet that's where you can find the raw and smackdown recaps that we do that's where you can find wrestling sheet radio we talk about all the top stories of the week and more including an interview that i'll be posting later today with former wwe star big cast aka kaz xl it's an intense interview i'm not gonna lie uh we were in here for like an hour uh we talked about his exit from wwe and how his depression and anxiety and addiction all played a factor into uh, you know his exit from the company and how while he was you know being given all these opportunities and and riding a career high behind the scenes he was in a mental prison and, and when he was alone and all these cool opportunities you saw him getting um he it's even hard for him to look back on them in happiness because it's just sad moments that he remembers of how he felt after uh but it's also got some good positive stuff in there about you know what he did to get out of it what he's doing now and plans for the future so uh it'll be up there later today uh this will go up first and then i'm gonna start working on that uh so yeah it'll be up uh sometime today make sure you check it out so while you're there uh watching this while you're here watching this make sure you subscribe to the channel uh like the page uh, like this video all that kind of stuff so that way you can see the big cast video once it goes up and also if you want to listen to this any of the other shows or the big cast interview via audio, you can check out our podcast feeds on all the major platforms. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. There you go. You can follow him at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Roka Says. And don't forget, if you want to listen to the top 10, uh, where Ryan, we welcomed Ryan, Matt Nos and I did to talk about the top 10 movies featuring a pro wrestler. You can do so wherever you download podcasts. Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, uh, 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 Pocket Cast, wherever you get it, you can download and watch it. Even on YouTube, you can watch it. If you just want to hear the audio through YouTube, you can do it there. So thank you so much. Thank you, Ryan, for being on the show. Uh, And thanks, everybody, for watching. This week, we'll see you tomorrow for a SmackDown Live recap on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. ProWrestlingSheet.com We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. (sighs) Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. 
Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 